You are listening to Unfiltered with D and G. If you try to find something to learn from every experience or every person you meet, I think your life would just be better. Find out my kid is missing because somebody snatched her off a playground, you know, and... Out of curiosity, they chip pets. Why don't you chip her? (laughs) I insulted a, a girl one time I did it because I guessed the wrong weight. You'd like to think you make a little bit of a difference in young adults. Everyone takes being well and being healthy for granted. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, neither am I. But I hope I'm somebody's shot of whiskey. You know <laughs> That's what I mean? a good one. Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back. You are listening to Unfiltered with DNG, as in Dan and George. I am George, and this is my co-host Dan. And welcome to another episode. Cheers, brother. Thank you, sir. Mmm, delicious. Need a refill? Uh, that one was rough. Dude, I have to admit, uh, George was showing me some some YouTube videos, and he changed my mind because that's uh, no, not YouTube. They're TikTok. Oh shit! All right, TikTok, fellas, <laughs> gals, and guys. Uh, well, and, and non-binary people. And that's right. And and people who consider themselves chairs. Uh, <laughs> Yes, I so I, I just watched a TikTok uh, video of someone, and I don't know the, their name, but very creative. I got to give you that. Yeah. It's it's almost uh, I I almost cried <laughs> laughing so hard on a couple of the videos. So people are very talented out there. I give you that. There's, it's this guy. He edits movies into his script. Like yeah. he'll say things. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Well, he, he becomes he, he part himself. of the movie yeah, right. and uh, edits it. The editing is excellent, and he just puts his own little verbiage in into the scene. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's very good edits, and it makes it you know the the continuity of the the, the scene right. flows, and it makes it funny. Right. And that's something I uh, I truly had a passion for back in the really in the early '90s. I used to dub videotapes, and I put like Pulp Fiction in '94. I put it in order. I put the uh, scenes in order, oh, you know, okay. and yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was always into like certain editing and, and doing stuff like that. But today's technology and the editing equipment is, you know, and I, I realize it's probably done through the phone, yeah. uh, but it's just amazing light years. Like if I was a kid in today's world, I'm telling you, we would be creating videos like no other. Yeah, I you think know, if we were 10 years old, right. oh my God, you're growing up with this technology because, you know, we're creative people. I think if, in your teens. I think if this technology was back oh, yeah, available when we were in our 20s, we'd be Steven Spielberg. I think so. I think so, too. Because, uh, but I, I wouldn't. We I didn't even went to college. I, I would have just been doing this. I was editing movies with the TV. Like I would put the video camera in front of the TV yeah. and and film that. That TV was your screen. green screen. Yeah, that, well, that, well, yeah, that was my I mean. cut. Yeah. That's how I pa- cut and pasted yeah. movies. Because remember when we did the Terminator one? Absolutely. <laughs> I I used to put my hand over the uh, lens and yeah. then pull it back out, but that was my edit. Oh yeah. And yeah, I yeah. see people doing that to this day right, on, right. on reels or whatever. Right, right. And it's like shit. I pulled that shit thirty <laughs> years ago. You're still doing the same shit. Have you seen that? Yeah. Where they, oh, they, and then yeah, they come yeah. back and it's a different yeah cut. Yeah. yeah. I I did that thirty years ago. So I have a lot of home videos, man. I'll have to show you some funny ones, man. I, just, I still remember the, <laughs> the one with the mask we did in your garage. I got tons, man. I got tons. Oh, uh, we did this movie where uh, we had a mask and a, a pellet gun. And I don't know. We were like, what can we make with this? Huh? Let's make a suspense scene. Yeah. What was it? 10 minutes? Yeah, five minutes? Absolutely. It's, I mean, it was horrible acting on my part. <laughs> <laughs> but we had the the, the right uh, intent and, yeah, yeah, and the motives. And, oh, yeah. But if we had the technology back, like what they have today is amazing. Oh, we would be, we would be making uh, full feature movies. I think so. Yeah. From a, from an iPhone or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. I, I You would think actual video camera sales have probably just plummeted because... Mm-hmm. 
People are, the, the, your cameras these days are amazing. Well, yeah. The I mean, just, just the, the fact the that you can start and stop however much content you want. It's amazing. Is a game changer in itself. And then because, all these. Because we had, first of all, a huge, gigantic, cumbersome camera. Hmm. Well, I mean, I had anyway. I think you had a smaller one. But I had the one where the, the, the huge videotape <laughs> still had to fit. So, yeah, yeah. I had to put it over my shoulder. And then, so the, the videotape only had like an hour's worth of content. And, and that's, you know, not considering edits or anything yeah, it's that, just that's terrible. just the raw battery content the, uh, that's that's another thing battery the battery power um the, the amount lighting, of everything the, the amount of uh of material you can put on a videotape so you'd have to have several videotapes i had a flashlight on top of my camera for like a like for <laughs> oh, light, light? Yeah, yeah it looked terrible yeah you know, it's funny. just terrible but uh i'm so impressed with today's editing uh apps and things you can do and yeah. you know it's just amazing i'm blown away and it's like, and it shows it shows by the content that's out there but even uh, costumes and makeup and, and things of today yeah. is amazing yeah, compared yeah. to what it was uh, right. 30, 40 years ago. I mean, you know, we had the, the string with a plastic face that went around. It was clearly, you know, a face mask. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like the makeup is amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw this advertisement where you smile and your fangs come down like like fake teeth. You know, because mm. it's like a Halloween uh, oh, yeah. uh, for vampires. Yeah, yeah. And you just smile and then it just, I don't know, <laughs> they lower the like, fangs. It's amazing looking. I saw this one uh, Halloween costume where the, he's like a, like a skeleton kind of guy, but he's, his his body is smoking. <laughs> like, mm. it, like the effect was so amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, how cool is that, man? Mm. Oh, man. Just some cool shit out there. There's there's some makeup artists that are amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. With what they, for sure. I mean, Amazing! Some of those videos where it looks like their their hands are falling off, oh, yeah. their fingers are decapitated. Yeah, there's this one girl that looks like her head's just floating mm. above her body. It's amazing! I'm blown away with that shit. Because again, like I wish I had that when I was 10 years old. And now it's like I'm too old to even care. <laughs> like I love it, but I'm not yeah. doing it myself. Like we would, yeah, I, I, I would I love to do gap. it, but not not enough. <laughs> <laughs> not enough to. Really. But I like watching it right. like when I see those videos. But I wish. I think my my the trajectory of my life would have changed if if I grew up today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I had that desire and the creative, you know, thought process, and mm -hmm. you know, but now these these uh, some of the the films you showed me were amazing. You know, with the edits that mm -hmm. they're doing and the yeah. create uh, creativity. I'm just amazed. I'm blown away with it. it makes we, me we feel sound like we sound like old men talking well, about. But dude, we the, are though the nineties. The it's like it's as if our, we were listening to our parents in the 90s saying but, the, the technology today from back then we couldn't even see people we were just listening to them you know what's crazy is my father's 25 years older than me mm -hmm. okay so when i was 25 mm -hmm. he is my age now and when i was 25 <laughs> i thought he was an old fuck you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah that's the perception you have right he's 25 when i was 25 the last thing i would ever want to do is go out with my dad you know right, what i'm saying but right. yet he is my age today Right. And I'm a young motherfucker, you know, I'm a fun guy. I, 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 and yet I never had that, that moment. Mm -hmm. I never went to a bar with my dad when he was, you know, yeah. never. And yeah. yet, I don't know. It's just, we didn't have that relationship, but what's amazing is, uh, I viewed him as an old man mm -hmm. when I was 25. So I work with kids who are 16. Yeah. I mean, God, that way, God. how they view me. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Absolutely. amazing. You they know? view you the same way. Yeah. It's like, I would never go out with this guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's, so it's, it's weird. And so when I was 25, my dad was ancient. And so, you know, you go to, let's just say a strip club well, at 21. I, I looking think, at you like you're a grandpa. I think you're different. I think we're different from our parents because we didn't have kids. Well, Young at heart, what? It could be because we don't have kids. And I want to say if we had kids, I wonder if we'd still be the same. 
I don't think we'd be the same if you had kids yeah. into a point. So I that's think you would have changed your lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. You'd so, be home every night at 6 p.m. And So that's the thing is I wonder if your dad would have been different if he didn't have you. I wonder if he would be you. If well, we grew he, up, it's like he didn't have me anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like he was, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it's not like uh, he ever really had kids. <laughs> okay, well. It's that's a poor good. example on that one. But I'm just saying, no. when I was 25, he's 25 years older. Yeah. He's actually my age now. No, yeah, and, I understand. And I viewed him as an old man. Right. And now when I'm an old man, he's fucking ancient. Yeah. And yet I still don't have that relationship. We always would like to think that if, if we had kids who would be, let's say my kid would be 25 right now. Right. Yeah. Um, you'd like to have like, a little buddy like, around Like he you. would like, he want to go out with me. Like, hey, let's go out to whatever bar. Cause I'm down for whatever. Right. But he would look at you like, I don't want to hang out with my dad. Right. He's this old man. Right. And then he's bringing maybe, his friend who's this old fucking <laughs> pervert. No. <laughs> maybe. You know maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. I think we're fun. I know we're fun, but to a, a kid who's 25, they just see two old men who don't, because they don't know how fun we really are. <laughs> That's the thing. They don't know. Right, right, you right. See, I wonder what my dad was doing when he was my age. When I was 25, I wonder what he was doing, because he's kind of a playboy kind of guy. Mm, and I'm like, I see, I see. if he only knew how much fun I was. Right. You know, but right, right. It, it's just like, you know, oh, he doesn't want to hang out with his son, no doubt. And I don't yeah. want to hang out with my, my father, but because we never had that kind of weird relationship. But but just knowing, yeah, yeah like I don't a think kid doesn't can. know how fun you are. It, I think if someone is a good parent, yeah, you I don't think there's your... no way a child can look at them any other way than being a parent. Exactly. Because they don't want to they don't want to get drunk in front of them because right. if they respect them enough, it's like, I don't want my, my, my dad to see me this way. Right. Or I don't want my dad... For years, I was I never cussed in front of my dad, so I'm not going to cuss in front of him now. So you yeah. totally act. You'd be on your best behavior. Yeah, and exactly. Have fun. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm sure that's what it was. But I'm just saying. And I think like, part of being out with someone is because they can be themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. But you would think if you had a son who's 25 right now, like, yeah, why wouldn't we hang out? But yet, you would think, yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird thing, you know. And then, would you want to see your son get shit faced? And you know what I mean? Or, or you would or, think you'd rather be around to take care of him when he's shit faced. Yeah. Well, but, no, of course, but it's a weird feeling. But then it's it goes both ways. You know, do you want to see him? Uh, I certainly wouldn't want to like be around know. my dad being shit faced, and right. you know, I wouldn't. You know, right. but at the same time, it, like I'm saying, I, I never had that experience. I don't know. Did you ever with your father? No, no. Well, so. like you said, like well, like you, my dad wasn't really around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and then when you're when you're at 25, the last thing you want to do is go out with a guy who you didn't have that relationship right, with anyway. Right, right, so, right. I I know if I had a kid, I would have probably raised him differently, and I I probably would have been closer than my father was to me growing up. Yeah. If you were to, if he was on our podcast right now, he would probably say he was the best father in the world. He wasn't a bad father. He just wasn't. You know, I live with my grandparents. He was around, but he. You know, I guess if I ever had to talk to him, I, I guess he was there. To a point, mm. you know, I'm not, I'm not dissing on him, but he, I don't think we ever had that relationship to where when I turned 25, I, I, I mean, I actually I, never saw your dad when, when we were, when we never uh, did, when we hung out. Yeah. 30 years ago, you never saw him. <laughs> I mean, where, where was he when we, he was there, <laughs> he was in Albuquerque. Uh, yeah. He moved to Albuquerque, uh, when my, before my grandmother died and, uh, no, but like back then when we were, when we were hanging out, yeah, he was uh, there. He was there. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. He just, but he wasn't there. Yeah. I never saw him. I don't think I don't even remember the, the first time I saw him. Yeah, it's probably I don't even know. Probably I mean, when you when we were in our twenties, huh? Uh, you know, I um, my grandmother passed, and my grandfather passed when twenty five, twenty six. So he was already living there, uh, and so you know, but we never hung out. We we never really even went to lunch or dinner. Yeah. Or, you know, we just had a weird relationship, kind of because you mm -hmm. didn't have that foundation. You know, and same same with me. You never. I don't think you ever even even met my dad. Mm. Yeah. You, just, funny. you weren't real close. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's weird. Uh, it is weird. 
You know, do you ever feel like you want a better relationship with him before he passes? I mean, because at some point we no. all come, you say, <laughs> like, no, I'm good. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, because it's, it's almost as if, do you want a better relationship with this? Right before they die. With this complete stranger kind of thing. Right, right. You know? You know, and, and, uh, Hey pops, if you're listening, no heart, heart, like I'm not, I'm, I'm not upset. It's just the right. way life, that's what happened. Right. Right. I mean, that's why I think about it, you know, much like my brother, uh, I, I'm telling you, I just never had that. Yeah. Re- my brother would say we had a great relationship. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I mean, you were never around. And, and when you did, you threw a beating on me. How was that a great relationship? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. He was a bully and, 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 uh, you know, that's just how he was. But were there moments? Yeah. There were a few moments here and there. He'll always tell you a story. Uh, that uh, we went to a casino. It was Santa Ana in, in Albuquerque, and he had twenty one back to back. Whatever hmm. he won, I lost. But it's a great story for him. But yeah, that, that's his moment. He'll say, "Oh, twenty one. It's always twenty one." And now to this day, when I play roulette and twenty one hits, I'm not on it. I, I hear that voice. <laughs> Told you to fucking play twenty one. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. But but I don't have any like real memorable moments that, mm. that were positive. I have a, a memory of you and your brother. Uh, it was it someone's birthday. Maybe it was his birthday. We hired a stripper. Someone's birthday. Oh yeah, it, it went was bad. A, oh, I don't remember it going bad. All I remember was the stripper was there, and both of you, there, there was whipped cream involved. Yeah, and that sounds about right. Both of you at the same time got the whipped cream off. Really? Tits, I yeah. barely remember that, but I remember a gun was pulled oh. and it went bad. You don't remember all that? I do not. Yeah. All I remember was, wow, this, these guys have a cool relationship. <laughs> I, <but laughs> because both see, of you were, were like... Covered in whipped cream? Well, well, both of you were looking at each other like, yeah, this is, you know, this is awesome wow. and blah, blah, blah. And then you know, both of you uh, sucked the whipped cream off her tits. And I, I was like, I, that's like, I wish I had a brother like that. You know, what's funny is I didn't even remember that until you just brought it up. But <laughs> the, the whole night went bad because my brother got into a fight with the bouncer or the guy who brought the stripper. Oh. Oh, they got into a fight and the guns were pulled and yeah. everything went bad. I remember the guy's hands. You remember that? Huge hands. He was a big guy. Yeah. Yeah, my brother didn't back down and guns were pulled. Someone pulled a gun and oh, something happened. I don't remember that. That's funny. Yeah. yeah then everyone scattered and uh, party over. That's funny because all I remember was the whipped cream. The whipped cream and, and both of you. That's awesome. Yeah. I wonder if he remembers that. Yeah, that's interesting. But I remember because it, it went bad. Mm. I mean, and I forgot what happened. I don't well, know. What was the event anyway? It was a bachelor party and I don't remember. I remember uh, he was living in, in the same city as us. We all went down. I invited him and then it, you, know, one th- you don't you even know. know whose wedding it was? Uh, it was a, I, I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> you know, but I remember the guns were pulled and everything yeah. was going bad. Wow. But the bouncer pulled the gun on my brother and he didn't back down and I thought everyone's going to die and that was it. <laughs> but everyone scattered and someone pulled a rifle. I don't know how to... <laughs> but the, 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 the guy who brought the girl, I mean, had a pistol and, and yeah. uh, it just went bad. But I don't, I'm not sure what happened. Wow. I really, but I remember that, how it went bad. Everyone scattered. Mm, yeah, so. that's funny. I don't remember that part. Yeah. Well, because I, I thought for sure one of us was going to get shot <laughs> or somebody, you know, but yeah. I didn't re- I didn't know a lot of people there. I mean, I, I remember that, that incident. That was pretty crazy. But once again, a moment that could have been fun. You remember the fun part of it right, in a right. sense. I remember the negative part because it's like, yeah, he fucked up another time in my mm, life, you know? Yeah, I see. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I don't have many... I don't think really any positive uh, memories with my brother mm. and that's what sucks, you know? And I, you know, if you're listening, psh, no hard feelings. It's just, that's how life uh, came. Yeah. You know, I'm not mad at you. It just, we didn't have a lot of positive interactions. You know, there might've been one or two, but I'm 50 years old. You're older than me, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, when you can't name five positive moments on your hand and uh, 
you know, that's kind of sad mm-hmm. after 50 years of life and your, your big brother's supposed to protect you and be there and whatever. But at the same time, I always wish too. I had a, a brother who was closer mm-hmm. and, you know, they, they, we'd be animals together. <laughs> yeah, we tear the city up. Yeah, I'm sure. He's Two a beast. There's, yeah, there's uh, no way. But he was just crazy and uh, I can get there too. But to have that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we would feed off of each other, but he was just off the charts, man. Yeah, so, I can see that. I can yeah. see you two feeding off each other. And oh God, yeah. I mean, but he was more of a. Uh, I'm a lover. He's a fighter. But but he's crazy. Yeah, you know. And and again, you know, for those not listening, he's not doing well right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I feel bad for him. But he, he's he's uh, currently awaiting trial. Mm. You know, for for decisions he made, and who knows? Maybe maybe he gets the best outcome. You know, life. You know, that's crazy, man. Well, Isn't that crazy? I I think I only met him once, and it was that time. Mm. Well, because he's always in jail, mm. always locked up somehow. That's too bad. It is. But those are the choices you make, youngsters. <laughs> if you're listening, make smart choices. You're, you're, you ever see that meme where it's like uh, things happen for a reason? Yeah, because you're stupid and you make dumb decisions. <laughs> well, in his case, it, it's never his fault. You know, he's one of those people. It's not my fault. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just bad things happen. But, you know, you put yourself in those situations. And you would say the same thing to me, right? If I make poor choices, you're like, well, dude, <laughs> say, say, you say didn't the- really have to do that. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get yeah, it. I say the same thing to you all the time. All the time. But, I mean, to what level? It's like, you know, some people make stupid choices in life. Like, stupid. Life-changing. <laughs> George has something to say right now. But things happen, you know. Yeah. So. But I don't mind opening up about these things. And, and if my dad and my brother are listening, no heart. Again, I, I have yeah. no... Uh, you know, uh, bad feelings. It's just the way we were raised. You know, my grandparents raised me. My brother was never around. My dad was a part-time dad, I guess. Uh, but you know, I don't really remember not one sit down with my dad sitting down and talking to me about life, about, Hey, um, wear a condom, you know, or yeah, my dad, me neither of my dad. Not one. I mean, it, granted, we never had a lot of time together for him to do that. So, you know, it's just natural that we wouldn't have those moments. But uh, I do remember when my parents were married, he threw me a book about sex and life. He's like, here, <laughs> read this. You got a book. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I still remember yeah. the book. It was very thin. And I didn't even read it because I already kind of knew. But that's the age. You're like, come on, really, Bob? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't... I don't, I don't want to say he wasn't a, a good dad, but I I'm, I guess he's just did the best he could with what he knew. I, mean, right. I guess that's what everyone does. But uh I think the good things have been better. I think so, but they couldn't have been good. worse, right? Unless he beat you. Yeah, yeah. He never, he never did beat me. The yeah. only, the only time, the only time he put his hands on me, which is, I want to say, I might have deserved it, but so I wasn't wearing my seatbelt in the front seat, mm. and uh, for some, okay, so this was back in the Philippines where we actually had a driver. Um, so my mom and dad were in the back seat. There was a driver. And I was in the front seat. My dad kept telling me, wear your seatbelt, wear your seatbelt. And I was turned around. I was looking at them. I was holding on to the back seat, facing them, yeah. facing the back, right? And the car had to stop abruptly. Yeah. And the driver was able to be fast enough to put his hands to protect, you. To protect me from hitting the dashboard. And at that moment, my dad grabbed my arm <laughs> and pulled me from the front seat to the back seat. And that hurt? Well, it, it more, it, I don't even remember it hurting. Yeah. It, it just, it just like shocked me like, holy shit. Yeah. He just yanked me. Yeah. He's, he's just the strongest guy in the world. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then like, it's almost as if I blocked out after that because I don't remember anything after. I, wow. I don't remember anything other than him yanking me from the front seat to the back seat. Well, look saying, at it. He protected you. Yeah. But I mean, in a weird way, he was going to scold you. Like, this is why you wear a seatbelt. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. 
Oh, that's good parenting. But I mean, <laughs> generally growing up, was he active in your life or not really? No, no, not really. So after your mom passed. You drank a lot. He, but but with, after your mom passed and then it was well, the 90s? My, no, no. My mom passed a long, I mean, uh, when, I was, when I was way older. No, no, no. She she passed away in uh, Do you remember the 2005. Year? 2005. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and and were you closer to your dad after your mom passed or no? No, not at all. Even for it, worse, like more distant or yeah, less cause, distant because you fact, got older and moved around. Yeah, well, I got older and I, uh, they got a divorce when I was in high school. Oh, they didn't live together. Uh, they lived together when I was in up to the fifth grade. Oh, okay. I thought they. they, they got your mom divorced. passed. Your no, mom was no. in the Philippines when she passed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they got a divorce a long time ago. Yeah, but oh. uh, ever since then. Because he drank. I, that's one of, one of the reasons they got a divorce is he drank and he was, was never he violent a, or abusive. No, he's just, just a drunk. He's just a drunk. And and my mom just got tired of things, I guess. I remember him passing out in the bathroom and uh, his mom had to come to the house to make sure he was still breathing. Wow. Because we couldn't open the door because his body was blocking the door. We, we tried to open the door and he wouldn't wake, like he wouldn't respond. So, yeah, but his body was blocking the door. So, it's not like we could check him. Right. So, it's crazy. Like, I guess my mom called his mom. Wow. And his mom had to come over and she's old. She's like this. I mean, she's old because yeah. my dad was old back then and so she's <laughs> right. way older. Anyway, she had to come and she's like pushing on the door, force, you know, forcing herself in. And I guess, you know, only a mom can do. And she and she was able to superpower, superpower, force yeah. the door open and, and just make sure he was breathing. And then the funny thing is she just made sure she, he was breathing and then she left. And But he just stayed on the floor. Just passed out. Yeah. yeah. He's just Did still, your mom drink? No. She didn't drink? Huh? Well, she, yeah, she drank wine, but it, I mean, she, she never got drunk. Do you know the cause of her death? Oh, uh, she had a stroke. Stroke that yeah. killed her? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? How I'm just saying your dad was older than your mom. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. And he drank. drinks. Yeah, yeah. And he's living. Right. And, and, oh, uh, yeah, and he smoked too. <laughs> he smoked and drank. Isn't that crazy though? Like yeah. just the way life is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. My, my dad, you know, the funny thing on my dad, I, I, I've never had a legal drink with my dad. I, I haven't either. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I've, I've had 50 years old and, yeah. yeah, but I've never had a legal drink because when I started drinking, <laughs> I was probably like 35, but even before then, I would When you started drink. drinking, you were 35? Yeah, when I moved to El Paso. Like you never drank before. No, then? I drank, oh. but I wasn't a drinker. Oh, okay. I would have a drink, right, I would, right. but I was never like you never like I mean, you are when you're 21. <laughs> you know, we had we got drunk on wine, right, right, but I wasn't a drinker. <laughs> I see, like, I see. But at 35, I started becoming more of a, a daily drinker because you know you go out more, you you meet you know, people. There's nothing to do but drink, and and it's not like I get drunk, but you know I have more drinks as an adult than I did as a young adult. Mm. But uh, by the time I started you know, becoming more of a drinker, let's say my dad's yeah. quit drinking. Mm. And so I've never, I don't believe I've ever had a legal drink with my dad. Like mm. when I turned 21, it's not like we were around and then I moved and we didn't really see each other. And then by the time, you know, I was a drinker, he wasn't. And mm. it's kind of a weird feeling like to not have like a beer with my own dad. Right, right. And yet, well, I don't have different a, times. Like I've had lunch with my dad before and he, he'll order a beer. And this was probably like, Two years ago, yeah. I'll visit him now and then, and we'll go have lunch. But and he'll get a, he'll get a beer, and I'm like I wouldn't I'm I don't want to drink with him. Huh. I just it's just your choice. Well, I mean, I I don't drink normally anyway, so right. You're not a drinker, yeah, really. yeah. So, but he'll he'll always get a beer or wine or whatever. And it's funny, all the memories I have with him mostly are when he was drunk, really, or when he would drink. Like, is that uh, why you don't drink? Mm-hmm. Do you no. think somehow it affects you in your head? Maybe. Like you don't it, want to be like that? Could be. It could be. Well, psychologically, like you, we do things that affect us when we're young. If you see your dad was a drunk, well, maybe you don't want to be like that. It could be. You know, with me, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I had this one. I, I don't do drugs because my brother. Ah. Uh, That's really why I don't do drugs. Yeah. I saw the effects of what happened. Mm. It just you fucks up your life, but not for everybody. But right, what right. that's the experiences I saw. Well, I mean, I don't do drugs because I mean, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I do, but not daily. I don't do like heroin or crack or cocaine or anything. 
I think I would love cocaine if I tried it. I have an addictive yeah, personality. And maybe. I just think I would love it. But um, I remember that one time where he took me shooting. Your dad? Yeah. And he took me to a shooting range. And I don't even remember what, how old I was. 14, 13. Sorry. We were still living. So I was in the fifth grade. How old are you in the fifth grade? In the fi- I, I would assume six. Really? Okay. Five, six? Huh? I don't know. Anyway, he took me. Oh, in the fifth grade? Yeah. Oh, I guess maybe older, I guess. So I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> anyway. Eight or nine. Fifth, fifth grade, sixth grade. He took me shooting to a shooting range and there's tables, right? It's an actual legit shooting range with a, what do you call it? A range master okay. that tells you when to shoot and, you know, tells you the rules and stuff like that. Anyway, there's bays where people are separated. So we were in one bay and we were shooting. The rule is once the range master says ceasefire, everyone puts their weapons down and everyone can check their targets. While people are downrange, you are not allowed to just touch the gun, period, while anyone is downrange. It doesn't matter if you're packing up or leaving. You don't touch your gun until everyone's back, and then you can pack up and leave. It's a good rule. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. So, anyway, everyone went downrange. My dad (laughs) walks up to the gun on the table (laughs) and checks it. Like, he's just checking it to, I don't know. I don't know why he was checking it. Like, he just looked at it. He didn't point it downrange. He didn't do anything. Just looking at it? He's just looking at it, like, to make sure, I don't know, like... Scratch. I don't. I have no idea what he was looking at, but right. he was looking at it like to check something. Yeah. And the range master was cordial enough to say, "Sir, the people downrange get kind of nervous when you touch your weapons." And, and and my dad's like, "Holy shit!" Like I saw his face go, "Holy shit!" I just did something wrong because he's a he was in the army. All right. He's a stickler for rules. He's a stickler for gun rules, and he locks his guns and everything wow. was. He he's like a military person. Yeah. And very strict on all that, especially with guns. So when he realized he just broke that rule, I saw his attitude change from then on, from the drive back home. The second we got home, he started drinking. Like, uh-huh. because he wanted, and I know it was because he- He's mad at himself. He's mad at himself, at himself. And he knows that I saw it. Hmm. And he just wanted to drown himself well, in, he in alcohol. Ashamed, maybe? Right, absolutely. He, he messed up? Absolutely. I know for a so fact he, that's why he he immediately drank. Like he yeah. couldn't get home fast enough because he wanted to drink to for, to, to like escape. to drown that whole incident. Yeah. Because one, wow. he did something that wrong, and two, he did something in front of his kid. Yeah. So he's a little bit of a shame. He got scolded yeah. by the, the, right. the guy. Absolutely. But, but now it's it's amazing how everyone I, I, interprets. Yeah, but just the way we all react in a sense to failure or mm. being ashamed right, or. Right. or disappointment or mm. failing to to be exceptional or whatever right you know we all we all do things differently but what makes you think he touched the gun without not knowing like what do you mean well you said he's a stickler for rules and stuff but you said he picked up the gun when right. he knew he shouldn't but right. what made what, what what made you think like what, well, do you, what do you think he picked up the gun for or or, or do you think he just like spaced out or absolutely i think he was uh i don't remember how old he was and I think just just spaced it. Spaced, just, he just, just spaced it. You looked at it for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, and it happens. He just spaced it, or or he. But he but he, he felt embarrassed probably absolutely. that he got scolded in front of his yes kid absolutely. Yeah. And so Cause, he cause was ordered to, to drink. And I remember that's interesting. I remember to this day he was in a great attitude. He was teaching me how to shoot. After that happened, he never spoke to me that day that, or that whole day after that incident. You ever bring up the incident? No, never again. No, no. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, wow. but it's funny because. Like I said, I just can't forget his attitude changing from then on. Like he was from happy and and glad that he's shooting with the sun yeah. to like silent, just have no emotion or whatever. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Up until he got home and walked in the house and opened the bottle and just started drinking. Wow, man. What's his favorite drink? I don't even know. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't, know. I don't even know. 
I would say the same. I have no idea what my dad used to drink. I don't know. Mm. It's amazing. That's how observant we are. <laughs> like, oh, I know he used to drink, but I don't know. Uh, I, I would assume whiskey. Anyway, on to another topic. Absolutely. How about how about something positive? More positive. Yeah, we're, we've been talking about family and how they yeah. suck. <laughs> yeah. And do you think back on the family, our experiences? Do you think it helped shape you? to not want to have children because of like just family Maybe. experiences. Like Maybe. let's just say you had a happy, positive family. You both, your parents are married. You have other siblings. You're all living in the same room roof right. and you're very close. Right. Right. Do you think that would naturally I think uh, it would. Uh, trickle down to, to where you would want a family and children? And, and because that's what you're aware or see or experience myself included. I, I don't, I never wanted a family really because I didn't really have the family I wanted growing up. Well, that's funny because you know what I'm trying to say though. Because as far as like statistics between the two of us, that's how we were brought up. And it's, is it, is, I don't think it's coincidence that we both don't want kids. I don't think so either. Because, so I yeah. think that is a factor. Yeah. But my parents were divorced. It wasn't close to either real, you know, closer to my dad than my mother. Obviously I haven't talked to my mother in 35 years, not close to my brother. Grandparents died when I was young. Yeah. So it's like, I was kind of a loner family wise. So like, I don't know. I don't need a family. Yeah. Of that, I don't, would I, mean, I want one? Yeah, of course. Who doesn't want to be loved and have a family? Right, but right, right. it wasn't a calling in life because I didn't see. And then as you're growing up and growing older and you've seen all these people struggle and pissed off and divorced and, you know, single parents, it's like, ah, who needs that shit? I think so. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. I mean, I, I hung out with friends that had families like, you know, yeah. like, a, like Adam, I, I hung out a lot with Adam and I mean, his, his family's all broken up now, but at the time, uh, well, you envy a little bit we, of a family. We played uh, board games together sure. every every holiday and all that. And and uh, you would think that that would have the same effect as having a, a good family because I see yeah. what a good family should be like. I guess. And and that's how. But then you don't need your own if you're you know you experience it a little bit. That's how it was with me and an ex too. She had a, mm-hmm. a baby and mm-hmm. and you experience a little bit of almost fatherhood to whatever level that means. You know, to mm-hmm. me it means a lot, but. But then you also see all the uh, difficulties and hardships. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. have a kid. That, yeah, that's true. You know, I wouldn't want to be a single parent. Right. Could you right. imagine being a single parent? Uh, I mean, you can and can't. Uh, but yeah, I, I can. I mean, I I can. I, I would. It would suck because I, I would think it would suck because uh, one, I just wanted a kid with someone that would be the mother and wife for the rest of my life. Exactly. So I would think. It's, that. Yeah. So I would think it would be partly sad that I'm a single parent because she's not out. around to right. either be with me or my son right while we're together i mean obviously we would share custody or, or who knows i don't know i'm just saying the best conditions would be if we had custody together right but then i feel like that's like n- not the best thing for a kid either be horrible i mean so, yeah that'd be horrible Especially if the, the two parents hate each other. Right. And then you're, you know, using the kid to hurt each yeah. other. Yeah. And that's then that true. kid's all fucked up, right, on right. drugs, stealing, sucking dick in the corner. You know what I'm saying? Suddenly <laughs> you got a crack baby. You see what I'm saying? That's why yeah, I, I just yeah. can't imagine. But, you know, I can see if you're in love and everything works out and the stars align and right. you're on the same page, same parenting, same right. religion, same beliefs, same, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously in a perfect world, that's, yeah. that's what I want. I guess. I guess part of me is I didn't want any kids unless I was in a perfect world. Right. Which doesn't exist. The which year. normally doesn't exist. Normally. I think there are cases out there, but I, well, the on the majority, outside looking in and they look perfect, but on the inside looking out, eh, I think they're they perfect. I, I think there is this one, one couple on Facebook. I think they have a great life. Well, they're probably beautiful and rich. No, they're not rich. Um, but I, I know them. 
I know them. Oh, from, you know who they are? Yeah, I know who oh. they are because I used to work with him and she used to be, it was a poker. So I used to be a poker dealer and, and this guy was a poker dealer with me. Yeah. And his wife now used to be a poker player that, you yeah. know, that played there and so, uh, they got together and they dated and then they, and they're a happy couple. I truly believe they are a happy couple. That's good. They have kids. They have three kids now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it happens. And I, and it's funny because I see their life on Facebook and I, I see their kids growing up and, and I know how long they've been married. I have no idea. I mean, are we talking 10, 20 years or like they just got married? I would say, no, they didn't just get married. I would say I've, at the very least five or six. Oh, okay. So relatively, not more. relatively new still. All right. That's well, good. We'll see five or six be. years from now. We'll look back and go, look at those. They Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would be a shock to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, but, but I, th- I believe currently that they're, they're happy. That's good, though. That's good. I mean, it does happen. I'm not saying it does. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, yeah, but I, one out of all the, the ones I know on Facebook yeah. are, that's the only one I truly believe that are happy. I mean, all the I other mean, ones, the other, fun. the other ones look happy, but I'm suspicious about those ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But again, you know, when you have kids, I think that's different than just two people that get married without kids. I mean, I think you have a better success rate, I would think, because you have less problems, less stress, less financial difficulties. You know, you get two two adults with no kids. Now you have more money into a relationship. You can do more things. You can travel. When you have kids, yeah, you know, I, don't, I see a lot of couples. They don't travel. They don't do anything. They're just they're mm. broke and miserable and, and stressful. <laughs> think yeah. about it. I mean, no. think about being a single parent. How much no. are you going to travel? Yeah. No, I think. I think the majority of this couple's life is with the kids and because of the kids. Like he makes their, he like, he does a little bit of woodworking too. And, and he, oh, great. he makes the, the bedrooms for the kids. He makes the, some of the furniture oh. and uh, she takes a picture and shows it off. It's like, look what my honey did. And that's he, beautiful. They made, they made things, they make things for their kids. And I think that's part of why it's so successful because they're, well, they're a know, unit, they're yeah, a yeah. family unit and they, and that's what they want. Right. That's great. Not everyone's like that. No. And they, they take trips. I like, like, I see them. They post sure. like, you know, like a road trip and they're, he's driving. She's in the passenger seat. Three kids are in the back. He ain't getting a Hummer on that trip, huh? <laughs> no, probably not. What a difference on a road trip when you have kids and when you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't know about our listeners, but you know, I'm just saying there's a difference between, you know, a road trip with the single life and a road trip with the family life. Uh, I wonder. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any you, uh, uh, you know, wives, you can, you can contact us. Let us know that we're wrong. <laughs> I'm just curious. How many, how many? Well, there's, it's 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 happy either way. If you're into your kids, like you're happy with your significant other on a road trip, and you guys are doing stuff together, right? And you're also happy with your kids. That's a different kind of happiness. I wonder though. I wonder how happy. I mean, you're happy with the good times, but I wonder how much. Like, all right, for instance, if you had three kids. If I had three good kids. Good kids. Let's just say they're good kids. But I, kids generally, whether they're good or not, that's got to be a stressful situation because there's three kids fighting, three kids hungry, three kids what if they're pissing. not? What if they're not fighting? What well, if they're not hungry? I, but I, I think it's naturally siblings, they argue, they fight, they bicker. But I, I'm saying on a, on a photo op, it looks great. In reality, I'm just saying, I wonder... Three kids to just get along through. Well, growing I, I'm up sure is, it's not. I'm sure it doesn't happen very often. Yeah, five ten percent looks think, great, but the other ninety percent is like, I wonder how much sleep you get, how much stress yeah. you have. You know, I think you that's part of it for though. school. No, I know. I'm just saying. I. That's I, part of like the being a girl, parent. This, well, part of being a parent, but part of. But could you imagine having three kids yourself? I can three kids. Yeah, well, it's impressive. You better I, get out I, there and I, reverse I, that uh, I, that procedure. <laughs> if I had a partner. That There's no guarantee the partner the, will stay. The thing is, if I had the perfect partner, okay, I think we would have great kids. Right. But I mean, knowing there's no 
uh, even the perfect partner could move on, die, whatever. And if you had three kids, just imagine your life with three kids. I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously that seems be- really difficult. Well, and then what if you're not happy? I'm just asking because you have three kids. You're not the type that would probably leave the three kids. <laughs> but what would you do in that case? Let's say a year into it, you have three kids. Uh-huh. You fucking hate this woman. You can't stand living with her. She's uh-huh. annoying. Uh-huh. What do you do? You yeah. got three kids now. Yeah. I, what do you do? You kill her for the insurance? What do you do? <laughs> no, I'm just curious. Like, I mean, that's the the pressure of she was perfect before she was a mother. Yeah. Now she's just a fucking piece of shit. Like, what what, what do you do? Obviously, you get a divorce. You would? Well, or would you stick it out because of the children? That's what well, I'm asking. Well, no. What if, what if the relationship is so toxic that it's affecting the children? You well, have to. but you try to protect the children by not making it toxic in front of them, but you despise this woman. You're like, you know I what? Think it would carry, I think it would carry on to the kids. You think? Yeah. You, you couldn't hide it from the kids? No. Okay. Well, either, I mean, it would be hard to hide it or it, so would, you start would, divorce? Aff- it would start affecting the kids because- but I've heard stories. People don't want to get divorced because it's too expensive because now you got to pay child support for three kids. You have joint custody. How do you? So when you have the kids, how are you supposed to work? You got three kids. I mean, the, how do you, you do you're that? forced. You're forced to do it. You're forced to just deal with it, just like anything else. No, but when you have the, the when you, you have you custody, you, you got to work. No, I understand. I understand. You, I, I understand. There's going to be like problems and dis, in, inconveniences, but I'm happy I pulled out all the time. <laughs> I I I have an attitude where anything's possible well you make it work yeah yeah all right. just like it with anything but i i break it down and i'm like man i don't know how a lot of these people you know actually well, did it well, because and they, they have happy, to they have to that's yeah. the thing yeah uh, they have to. so if you have to do it's just like it's almost like doing dishes like you could be miserable doing dishes or you could but i don't know raising <laughs> kids is like <laughs> well no I, i'm, I'm, I'm I not know, comparing I, it to I, kids I, 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 i'm just saying if you're gonna do something why would you be miserable why don't you just well, choose to this you is where I mean? we get all the haters because, you know, I talk because I know I'm, I'm not a parent and I'm not trying to compare myself to yeah. a parent. I'm just saying, wow, I wonder how many people statistically stay together because the man can't afford a divorce or pay child support. So he stays with the woman, you know, he bangs her once in a while because they're together anyway, but he's cheating on her because he's not happy. Or, uh, you know, they stay together because the divorce is just too expensive in this day and age. I mean, I'm sure it happens. You have, you have dual incomes. Yeah, it's yeah. easier to stay together and for the sake of the children. But then you you live a life of just you're miserable because you're with somebody you don't want to be with. Like I'm I would be that guy. Yeah. I, I'm telling you that like I, I would totally be the guy who's not getting divorced mm. because I have kids. I'd rather stay as a unit and be miserable. But I don't want to be miserable. I'm not saying I would be in that situation and be miserable. What I'm saying is if I was miserable, I would not divorce. That's me though. Cause I would mm. stick it out and go, well, you know, this is the life I chose, but I'd be miserable, mm. you know? And I, you know, I mean, again, luckily, you know, I, I dodged that bullet unless there's some children out there with my DNA and I don't know, but can, you know, yeah, could you imagine? Possible. Yeah. Someone knocking at the door. Hey pop. <laughs> like who the fuck are you? No. Could you imagine? Can you imagine someone knocks on your door? Hey, I found you. I think that would be kind of cool. Because they'd be older, obviously. Exactly. They'd be you like, pass hey, the buck. Yeah, well, come on go in. Out, go and have a drink. Yeah. I don't know. But that would be wild. Like, hey, I didn't even know you existed. So, yeah. I mean, that would be different too. And I agree on that, you know. But anyway, to all the single parents out there, I give you props because I, I think they lived a difficult life, man. Yeah, well, absolutely. Absolutely. Single parents. I don't know how they do uh, it. I I don't either. That was actually my my biggest fear was to be a single parent. And because I know relationships come and go and not everyone's the same philosophy as me is sticking it out i get that but i my biggest fear was raising children alone because i didn't want that lifestyle yeah and that that's why i never had kids or wanted kids i don't want a dog alone 
I mean, I'm working a double. The dog is like, there's no one feeding it or it's neglect. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, right, right. I like uh, uh, crate training. Right. I mean, I can't work a double if, if uh, my, yeah, yeah. my dog's in a crate all day. Right, right. I can't right. do that. Right. You know, I'm not a prick. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, man. You know, George laughs like, wait a second. But I'm really not. You know, I'm a caring individual. But again, like, I don't want to be a single parent to a pet. Right. Because, it's, you know, let alone a child. But I don't know how to do diapers and shit yeah. like that. And, and I don't even, I've never cooked a meal in my life. I can't raise a kid on SpaghettiOs. That's how I was raised, by the way. That's how I got me my swimmer's body. <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying, though? It's yeah. like, uh, you know. Yeah, you just I mean, are it. you a cook to this day? Do you really cook? Yeah, I can make spaghetti. All right, but you, but you're not a cook. You, would toast. You, would you? <laughs> you burn your toast? No. But would you? If all right, let's say you go on a date with a woman and she goes, "Do you cook? Do you? Are you honest and say, ah, yeah, I, 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 I can make up? spaghetti? Okay, but would can, you classify yourself as a cook? No. You don't really dabble in the kitchen. No. All right, that's all I'm saying. And so when you have a child, I hear I hear you got to feed him like three times a day. <laughs> And so, like, what are you feeding someone three times well, that's a day a with thing. a snack? You, you learn and you deal with it. Yeah. And you could be miserable while you're doing it, or you could choose. Years. And you could choose to be happy for eight. You could choose to be miserable for eighteen years. Or you choose to be happy, or you could choose to be happy, or at least you know not miserable for eighteen years. You know what? A lot of people don't believe I'm fifty. They say, "Dude, you look forty. You want to know why? Because I slept my life. <laughs> you know? People with kids, they look ten years older than they are. I think that's the same thing with me. You know what I'm saying? Not just because you don't have kids. Yeah. No. Well, not just because you I slept. have the Asian gene, but uh, I do think it has to do something with having children and having to deal with some of the things that come with children. Right, lack of sleep, lack of you know, yeah. a lot of stress. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. I wonder what the statistics are about uh, life expectancy with single people with no kids. And I think that we actually die younger because I, I believe people with kids have a purpose. Right. And they actually no, live longer. I think like you even have a pet. Absolutely. I think you're supposed to live longer because yes. you pet your pet and it, it reduces stress. Well, that, and you have a purpose. You have a purpose to take yeah, care so of it. So we're going to die young. Probably. And to you, you welcome it. No more bills. Me, I fear it because <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but it's crazy, right? Yeah, well, I guess so. Some crazy shit out there, I think. Yeah, I mean, from a certain perspective, life itself is crazy. Yeah, there's no purpose in it. You're here for a short time. You know, you fuck a little bit, eat, take and a nap, go to, uh, you're out. And then you turn into dust. That's it. Where you came Right from. back to the earth. Yeah. That's it. Mother Earth will take us all back. What's funny is supposedly the, the earth has been around for millions of years, right? Millions of years. Millions of years. Life, maybe not so much. Yeah. So, in a, like, let's say the earth survives another million years. years. Yeah. I mean, we would be... It's compared to our life now. It's nothing. Oh, it's a, it's not even a, a blink. It's just, yeah. it's, that's it. Yeah. Our, our whole life. No. It is pretty crazy when you think about, I mean, literally even our country, you know, like the Roman empire was what? 5,000 years ruled the earth. We're, we're here 250 years. Yeah. We're nothing. We're going to be bankrupt soon. We'll be gone. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, like we're the only real, well, when you think about mo most countries are dictatorships and they, they have a rule of law and, and, you know, we have this new democracy thing and there's a lot of democratic societies, but I don't know. Is that, is that going to work in the future? Because look at, look at the people we have too much freedom. <laughs> think about it. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. I don't pull know that shit in China. They execute you, but they have a, they have a code. <laughs> they have a belief system. They all follow suit. You know what I'm saying? And here. We're, we're fucking like the Wild West. Yeah. It's going to implode one day. It's just get Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe, you know, people start dropping the bombs. You know, something will happen. But, you know, we'll, we'll be dust already. Yeah. 
It's not going to happen in our lifetime, but, you know, things will happen. It'll well, be exciting. I hope I'm an old man when the bombs drop. Well, everyone's... Say, I fucking knew it! <laughs> <laughs> like, there's people that are worried about Earth and, and how we should protect it. So, yeah. so our future kids, you know, not, not so much because we're living in it, but it's for our future kids. Nah, that's a that's bullshit argument. And so... Uh, the Earth will be just fine when we're gone. Well, it definitely will be. Even if we blew yeah. ourselves up. Right. It'll renew itself. 10,000 years from now, it'll start growing it'll, back it'll, grass. It'll be right back. Right. It would be. It might take 10,000 years, but that's right. nothing in right. the age of the, the planet. Right, right, right. That's what, you know, we'll be gone. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the cockroaches will fucking still live. No doubt. <laughs> Little bastards. There'll be life. Yeah. It'll take a while. I guess. But it won't matter because we're dead in 30 years. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That is kind of crazy. When you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you tops 30 years. <laughs> Our listeners are probably going, I'm going to shut these guys off now because I don't want to think about but, but really, myself dying. I'm like, all right, I'm 50. 30 is, brings me to 80. There's no fucking way I'm getting 80. So when you look at how many Christmases are left, just just think. I mean, if you think 75, 70, that's about the. I don't even remember the last Christmas. Right, I don't but, really celebrate Christmas. Well, myself, I don't. I, right. But what I'm saying is my everyone in my family bloodline basically lived to at least 75. So mm. I'm going to give myself 75. Okay. That's 25 years. And I'm gone. That's crazy. I have 25 <laughs> Christmases left. That's nuts, dude. That's if. But there's always one uh, person in the bloodline that doesn't make it that long. You know what I'm saying? My brother will outlive me because he has no stress. What's he stressing? He doesn't pay bills. <laughs> right? I don't know. Just kind of weird. Yeah, but, but when so. you think like that, life changes. That's why it's like, ah, you know, enjoy life. You know, live in the moment. You know, I think everyone should live in the moment, you know. I don't well, yeah, it definitely. Everyone should definitely live in the moment. No. There's a lot of people that live in the past or worry about the future. Yeah, I do all of that. I mean, I live a little bit in the past. I, I worry about the future, but I live in the moment. I mean, you know, I'm, always, I'm never going to not enjoy my time. You know, I get a little crazy, I guess. But I mean, what do you, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> 25 Christmases. <laughs> I, already, I, I survived 50 Christmases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 25 sounds like a blessing if I could live to, tw you know, 25 more years. But that's a you know working and stress and bills and <laughs> it does seem kind of weird. Huh? No, because I think when you turn sixty five, you can sixty seven. I think it 67. is sixty seven. Yeah, full full social security. Yeah, sixty two. I think you get partial. So it's sixty two. Mm -hmm. But but again, it's like that's twelve years away from me. Yeah, yeah. Twelve years. That's crazy. <laughs> like to do what I'm doing even now for twelve more years. I'm like ah well. I mean I could, but I don't want to live my life like that. So I'm going to retire in five years. Uh, yeah. What's that's your plan? Goal. Well, it's good that you just asked that. My plan is I don't have one. <laughs> but my plan is definitely I, I would like to at least by that stage have a business of my own and not work for a company or a corporation. And the reason I give myself a five years is that will bring me to 40 years in the same industry. Mm. And I think at 40, it's respectable to retire and go, you know, I'm done. But I have to have a plan. And I don't know what that is. I don't. <laughs> You're in the no plan plan. Well, I, I have ideas, but I don't have a plan yet to how, how to get there. But 40 years in the same industry is a long time, dude. Well, yeah. I, I think I pretty much earned the right to get the fuck out. <laughs> you know, try something else. Yeah, because yeah. at that stage, I got, you know, maybe, maybe 20 Christmases left. I'm actually surprised I'm in the same job for more than five. I, I usually, my, <laughs> my average is about five years and I start getting antsy and I switch. I don't know what it is about this combination right now. Well, you're, you're getting I, older too. Yeah, it's yeah, I guess keep, so. It's hard to it, keep just changing it's jobs. Hard to just learn something new, or but the desire. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, I'm comfortable. I I'm in a spot where, like, yeah. like back then, the reason I changed job is because I got bored, and maybe there's a possibility of making more money at something else. Yeah. So now I'm not entirely bored, and 
I make enough money that I'm comfortable. But as you get older, it's like, you really don't, do you really want to just try to find another job at your age? Well, the thing is I probably wouldn't, I'd probably start my little woodworking business or you could still do that on the side. I could. And I plan on doing that. Right. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. But as you get older, it's, it is hard to like start a new, it's it's that motivation. I mean, we get older and lazier. Yeah. And when you're respected where you work and they value you and they like you, it's like, why would I quit this? That's the thing is the relationships I have. Um, I, I feel like it's more important now than it was back then. Like I had friends back then, but I guess it wasn't as important as moving to another city and getting a different job and, and forming new relationships. Yeah. The relationships I have now are, I think, like I said, I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. But it's hard to start a new one unless it's a better opportunity. Yeah. I mean, if they paid you double to switch to do something else, you would do it. Yeah. I, I think so. you would. I think you would. Yeah, because yeah. you're chasing a little bit of money. You're making, you know, that, that would be different. But to just quit to make less money, that you're never going to do that. That's just stupid. Yeah. And if you're making the same amount of money, why switch? Because now you're working twice as hard for the same amount of money. No, but here's the thing is, so I'm, let's say I'm, so I'm comfortable now. All right. I like my friends. Yeah. I like the people I work with. I have fun at work i have fun out of work um so you're comfortable so i'm comfortable now let's say someone offers me a job in minnesota for double the amount you might go and then i get there and i don't form these relationships now i'm just and you fucking hate it well i'm i'm uh, making twice as much but I have no friends and I'm mm-hmm. not having any fun. Well, I agree with all that. So, I which agree. one which one would have been better, staying here or making more money? Which I didn't really need. It's what you value. Yeah. Money yeah. or relationships. There you go. Yeah. Well, I had three opportunities to relocate with my current company. I didn't want... I, I turned it down three times because, again, I... At the time, even, uh, just... It, it wasn't worth it to me. Right. You know, to make a little bit more money, but change my life, work harder, sell another house, uh, change a relationship or you know, uh, that, that deal, mm-hmm. you know, friends, everything. It's like, why should I change my life or a company? Cause I don't value the company as much as my life, mm-hmm. you know, right, right. that's the way I feel. But again, it's what people value, but it, when you're comfortable, you know, it, it is hard to change it because you're okay with it. I, you know? I mean, it's, I don't see life. anything wrong with it, but no. you just kind of stand still, which, well, you do, you don't really progress as much, right. but, but you, but your comfort gives you some kind of peace of mind. It does. You know? And it outweighs some, the sometimes unknown absolutely because and, it could you could be making the poor choice right so most of the time i mean you've you've advanced when you made those choices but yeah and i'm glad i did you just trucked for a long time you liked yeah. it to a point but i mean come on that what kind of lifestyle is that no that that does suck you know i got a i got a cousin mm-hmm. who's been a trucker almost 40 years wow yeah I, well I'm, some people are made built or born he's to a be, trucker to be a certain thing yeah i mean he loves that uh independence and mm-hmm. lifestyle and yeah. he used to tell me about the lot lizards <laughs> <laughs> he has no children, by the way. Yeah, well, well, I, there's married. no way you could be a successful, you could be in a successful relationship if you're a trucker. Well, he's married a long time, but they must have a weird relationship they because he's on the road for like five, six days a week. Well, he considers it a relationship. I bet you his wife doesn't. I, I mean, they may made it work, but for all I know, they're swingers. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're an open relationship or something. Yeah, I, I don't really get that's it, but true. I couldn't do it. Right. I couldn't remain faithful. I mean, I'm just saying, or expect my wife to be faithful if I'm, uh, you know, I'm gone on the for road. two or three months. Exactly. I mean, that's crazy. That's, you know, I, and I, even I, in the military, I'm not bagging on the military, but there's so many people, these guys go on deployment mm-hmm. and I'm a guy and I know they're banging whatever's out there. Yeah, and yeah. then the women are banging, they're all cheating on each other. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, right, because yeah. you, how do you, how can you be in a relationship? Hey, I'll see you next year. Right. I mean, what the fuck? And then right. you're back for a year. I'll see you next year. 
Like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but that's not my, that's not my, uh, I, couldn't I couldn't do it. do it. I couldn't do it either. That's a long time, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and those that do do it successfully, hey, great, good for you, but it's not my lifestyle. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even want a long distance relationship, really. I mean, that's just silly. Like, hey, yeah, meet yeah. up, but you have to have like the, an open relationship. I I even think that defeats the purpose. It's not even a relationship. Right. Yeah. You, you're yeah, emailing. Yeah. The whole purpose. Yeah. yeah. The whole purpose is for you to be together. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're not cuddling on a, on a laptop. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you we wanna, see each other every day. Yeah. yeah but you, you want to see you know, porn every day too. Exactly. <laughs> which is hotter than you. <laughs> no, but I mean, you want to go to dinner and movies and shows. Yeah. And, yeah. You want to share music. Yeah. A life. Yeah. yeah. You want to do a life, you know, right. and I totally get it. Yeah. I, I think me and my ex actually, we, uh, our lifestyles was just so opposite. I mean, we didn't, we didn't, uh, share a life. And over time, I think that that really kind of hurt us, uh, I think, in the long run, because, you know, different schedules, different uh, appeals, you know, different you know, interests. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Stuff. You, you never saw that girl. And all the time you see me, she ever watch a fight with us? No. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No interest in, in either working or couldn't care less. Well, it's the same thing if I was her friend. If I was her friend, she, her friend would never see you doing whatever they're doing. Right. No interest, but I would at least offer my time and mm. uh, I would do it. Like, I, I'm pretty open-minded about yeah. shit. Like, I don't mind, but I'm just saying, like, you know. Did you have friends? No, I don't think so. There's no personality. <laughs> all you know, business, like, all I, business. I, uh, for the whole time that I knew you guys, huh. I never once saw, like, she knew who I was, right? Because because she saw me with you and you hung out with oh, we, course, we hung out each other. Yeah, yeah. So, she saw your friends. Yeah, yeah. But me, I never saw her friend. I didn't even know if she had any friends. Well, and that's, you know, we had issues. Uh, you know, this is a nice personal conversation. We're going <laughs> to launch to the world. But, you know, she was always somebody who wanted a close girlfriend. And and I respect that too. But it just, you know, y- you got to be social. Mm. And if you're not social, you're not really meeting people. And if you're meeting people, you're not doing it as a couple. And so over time, I mean, we just had different like lives. Mm. And I think when that happens, that's the beginning of the end. Mm. You know, I like when couples are together and I like when couples have their own lives, Yeah, yeah. but there has to be some integration of both of those lives. Meaning like, you know, you get together with your friends and my friends and as couples and whether single friends, uh, other people. I think and, that's part of a, re- a great relationship, relationship yes. is, is meeting each other's friends and Absolutely. getting along with each other's friends. Yeah. And then you, but you have mutual friends, you have new friends and, and she was never very social mm. and it was either like, she just wasn't social, social person, but you know, when you don't drink and you don't really like the, the, the scene, which yeah. is music, drinks, uh, you know, and then you, yeah, yeah. you're not really, you don't socialize sports, um, anything. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's more of, you know, and, and you slowly grow apart. Uh, I'm cool with it, but at the same time, I understand it too. Like, all right, that's not your thing, but it's my thing. Right. I want to go out and socialize. And then that became a problem too, because yeah. obviously I'm cheating on you. If, you know, in, in some people's heads, I don't trust you enough to, for you to socialize, but it's like, well, you're welcome to come, right? but you don't want to come, but then you're going to, you know, almost, you know, be paranoid right. that I'm cheating on you. Right. So it's a, it's not a win-win situation. Uh, you know, some people are very good and open, like they just want to hang out. Those are the good successful relationships I've had where they want to be with you and they don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I like people like that, but that's because you have more in common, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, I well, always, you're I, involved with each other's lives. Well, yeah. I and think you that helps. Meet, I, well, it does help. And I, you know, I, I've never dated a bad person in my life and, and like a real girlfriend, all my girlfriends in life have been awesome. So if you're listening, love y'all. 
you know, we had our moments and they all ended for whatever reasons, <laughs> probably my fault. But my point is that's what they'll all say. It's my fault. Yeah. But, uh, and again, because I didn't, I wasn't the one to break up. I, I don't believe in breaking up. I'm, I'm there for life. And, and, you know, and you know what, George, you can ask, and you've known me for 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. You can ask any girl that ever dated me and, and, and say, Hey, if you call Dan, would he help you out? And everyone would say, yeah, 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 sure. They know me well enough. I do know that. Okay. And that's, that tells you my character I'm there to help anybody, but you know, most of them are too prideful. They would never call me for shit, but they know if they did, I would help them. Right. Right. You know, and it's not like I have a uh, enemies like of that nature, but it is uh, somewhat uh, discouraging for me as a person. I, I get a little butt hurt when, when things come to an end abruptly, when everything is great, but what you don't marry them. That's what my dad goes. He, he can kill us. Hey, if my ex is listening, this is what my dad said to you. He goes, I told him, I said, well, she, she decided to leave. And he goes, this is classic, classic. He goes, well, that's what happens when you don't marry them. <laughs> but clearly it was like, it was so funny. Cause I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But the way it's like that, that's what, and I asked her that question. I said, ah, oh, so if we were married, would you have left? And she goes, I wouldn't know. Because I didn't think that was a zinger to say, well, you didn't fucking ask right, me to marry right, you. Right. And, and it's just kind of funny though, but that, that I'm going to remember that my dad's words because it is true to a point, but he comes from a different age and he's been divorced. He was married and divorced several times, but it's funny because I believe even if we were married, she would have divorced me because she divorced her ex-husband anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's bullshit, you know, and I'm glad because I don't want to get divorced. When I get married, I want it for life, but that's me because I just want that. I want to marry the right person who feels the way I feel, no matter what, we'll make it work or we'll just be miserable together. Like, that's what I want. I want to be yeah. miserable with that person. But that's what I want because well, I wouldn't pick someone I'd marry yeah, that will make a, me miserable. And I'm 50. Right. So, I mean, come on. Well, that, I think that's a given, right? Well, with me, though, that's the way I am. Well, though. who wouldn't want that? To be miserable? My no, girl. no, just to to be with someone you that works with you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You would think. You would yeah, think. Yeah. But what I'm saying is... When the time comes and I get married, I really would rather be miserable the rest of my life because, but I, what I'm saying to the world <laughs> is I, I wouldn't marry someone who I even thought would make me miserable the rest of my life. But if, if that person was, I'd be happy to just be miserable because that was my if choice. If they made you miserable. Yeah. That would be my choice to stay. Mm-hmm. But that's, I would rather work like every girl I've ever dated. I mean, serious girls, not just chicks you bang. I'm talking about real girlfriends. <laughs> right, right, right. But if you're with them, I, I, and even if it was bad, I'd still, I would, I'm the type of person I would rather work it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just me. Though. No, I know. I'm just saying. I but, know. You know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Man, I got off on a tangent there. Because relationships are fucking mind blowing. Because one day you both love each other. And then the next day it's like your enemies. It's like, what the fuck? Well, then it's. Uh, I'm talking it's real the, relationships. It doesn't sound like it's the right person then. Yeah, but don't, yeah, two people shouldn't even say I love you until you, you mean it. But these days, you say it the, the fucking first night. Well, I think because people are, are desperate to love, they, they want you love. You think we're all seeking love? Yeah, absolutely. I think mm, everyone is. Right into us, people. I want to know how many people are just looking for love. <laughs> <laughs> are you looking for love? As opposed to, well, yeah, isn't everyone? I don't know. Why wouldn't you? But are you seriously looking for love? Are you looking for a companion? You're looking for sex? You're looking for just, you know. Oh, I mean. Like real love? Yeah. You really want love? Don't you? I do. Well, yeah. Doesn't everyone? I don't know. That's I, why I want people to write in. I would I think assume people, 99% of people want love. They, but are they well, looking? I mean, are they truly actively seeking? Well, okay, no. You ever see a hot chick? No. And, and she's single and I can't find a good guy? Bullshit. There's, right, right. there's guys ever lining up, right. but she's so picky or right. doesn't want to give anyone a shot. Is she truly looking for love or is she looking for something else? 
No, she's looking for love, but but she's not in the form of Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- there's um, what do you call it? They they're looking for the love that they want. Okay, and but... who they want, and just like anyone else, so they're looking for the unicorn on the. I mean, some people voice it weird, and they they lie to themselves that they can't find anyone, but they're not looking yeah, they, exactly that's they're not looking point. they lie to themselves right. they say they're looking but they're not really no looking. no 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 yeah that's the difference that's what i'm trying to say is i'm a- actively looking like i like i like love i like being in love i like feeling in love yeah well that's me, ev- i think everyone does okay well that's good we're gonna start interviewing people <laughs> and we have that bet going george what's the bet again but it's it's i think it, it is actually harder for good-looking people <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's harder for ugly people how do ugly people no. find love if you're a fucking troll i mean how are you gonna love because their their choices are more infinite than than the good-looking people so you're saying a good-looking girl can't find love because there's only a, a handful of good-looking men who are single yes and and she'll never stoop down to our troll level yes okay well that's fucked up well it is <laughs> and so an ugly girl She's got any any suitor, yes. basically, she'd say yes to because yes. she's just happy to find somebody. Yes. That's why the divorce rate is so high. Because, again, they're just settling for someone they don't even want. They're just, they're just happy to have somebody. Right. And that's why it doesn't work. Interesting. Well, I mean, there are cases where it just doesn't work because two people grow apart. That's true. And, I mean, they were they might have been happy when they first met and or the first few years. But then yeah. something changed. People just grow apart. It's just Absolutely. That nature. was my relationship, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Actually, all my relationships, I, I think they, <laughs> well, they, I, I mean, that's the expiration date. They kind of grow apart. And the, would you agree? The, and the common denominator was, was you. <laughs> well, in that case, yeah, I'm the common denominator. I'll, I'm not going to argue that, but I mean, you know, things happen and that's every individual, all their relationships, yeah, yeah. they're the common denominator. Right, right, right. So, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll take uh, some accountability, but, uh, yeah, my dad's. Uh, that's a funny one. Well, that's what happens when you don't marry them. Yeah, that's that is funny. That is funny to me. I mean, because when he said it, I just wanted to smack him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, what a zinger! Because he really liked her. He did. It's yeah, cute. It's yeah. cute. But you know, what are you gonna do? I don't know. You got a question we're, of the day? We, we already did the question. Did of the day. we really? What we're gonna do is we got to end it. We got to. Oh end this my now. lord! Yeah, this goes by too quick. I know, right? All right, we got it. Right. Well, let's end it. Let's end it with a joke. You got a joke? Uh, I d- <laughs> you have any good jokes? <laughs> no, do you? No, I don't have a single one right now. We're gonna have to start ending these podcasts with a joke, a little light humor. That would be funny. Yeah, a little light humor. You know what I mean? Okay, just just random joke. We can look one up. Let's look up a joke. We let's can- start a trend. Let's see. Well, this is a fact. I, I I like little factoids. There are at least seven people in the world who look exactly like you. There's a 9% chance that you'll meet one of them in your lifetime. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Mm, that is kind of cool. But how is that possible with I, uh, 7 billion people? I actually kind of met someone. I saw that photo oh, you, you saw posted photo? a couple of years ago. Yeah. It seems like, yeah, he looked just like you. That's funny, yeah. That was a good one. Did you talk to him? No. Oh. That'd be weird. Like, hey, you look, <laughs> we look like each other. <laughs> 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 kind of cool, huh? <laughs> and then the guy would be like, no, you're fucking ugly. There's Why another. would I look like you? Yeah, that's pretty wild. No. A Louisiana family received a $50 billion deposit in their account in a technical glitch by the bank. What would you do with that? Would you do, I withdraw? Would cash out as much as I can. and As quickly as you can. Huh? And leave and get plastic surgery and change my name. Move to Mexico. I, I read this one before, and this one drives me crazy. I mean, I like it, but at the same time, it drives me crazy. Goals before you're 30. Wake up early every day. Check. Okay. Start a side hustle. Check. 
read two books a month. Very possible, right? <laughs> like how it's very possible. Well, that you don't. No, do but it's it. possible. Work out one hour a day. I mean, it's, these are okay. these are goals. Oh, I see. I see. Start okay. investing. Okay. And then start saving eight thousand dollars a month. No, that's, that's what that's that, what the that's, quote is. That is that's how you become a millionaire, George. That's not real. Well, he didn't say that. I'm just saying that's what that's what I read on these memes. And if it's a meme, it's very popular. It's very very true. <laughs> it's real. It's real. <laughs> if it's a meme, it's real. Well, but I'm just uh, uh, you know the people that write these things. Uh, I mean, well, I think maybe that was eight thousand a month. No, saved. I think you missed the joke. Like, there's a joke in there, and that's how you flew right and it flew no, no, right that's over. That's how you your become head. a millionaire. Yeah, it's just being sarcasm, you know. But that's yeah. how you would. Okay, but that's the. It's, but there are people that joke. believe this, though. There are people that that are so wealthy that oh, if you want X or or this or start a business, oh, you just have to put up a couple hundred grand. Like everyone has it. But to become a millionaire when you're young, yeah, whether it's funny, true or not, the fact that it's even written, I, I find it hilarious, haha. Because the fact that they would even write that, it, it, are you, do you take it as it's sarcasm or is it? Yeah, okay. completely sarcasm. Okay, yeah, but, but it's, it's like saying, but how do people become millionaires in this day and age? It's, I think it's it's very difficult. It could be. I mean, unless you. You, I mean, you got to strike you, it rich, whether it's, well, it's no, a lottery. You can, you can, whatever you're passionate about and be well, yeah. good at it and hustle and make it popular and get well, yeah, You definitely business. have to have a talent. I mean, talent yeah. does a lot in this day and age because you could, you could, uh, you know, uh, advertise your, your talent. You can market yourself these days. So, you know, that's a good thing. But, you know, $8,000 a month. I mean, I don't even know how many families bring home $8,000 a, a month. It's a joke. Well, I don't know if it is or isn't. No, I, it I don't is. read it as a joke. But to become a millionaire, that's I, I would take that as serious to be say, yeah, you have to tuck away eight to 10000 a month. But what's the joke of it is, it, it, it's you see it as sarcasm. I see it as reality of that's how you become a millionaire. But, <laughs> but it's funny when a millionaire would say that to you, like not realizing... 1% of the population makes that kind of money to do that. That's what I'm... It, it, so, yeah. that's the sarcasm that we read because it's not even believable. That's what you're saying. But to become a millionaire at a young age, that that's kind of truthful to do that. But but no one can do that unless you're already a millionaire yeah. kind of attitude. No, I think... I mean, I, I, think I get the sarcasm, but I also get the real al- the reality is... No, that's not realistic. There's well, no way Well, if you want to become a millionaire, yes. It's like saying but, how to be happy. Wake up every morning, uh, read a book, be Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> That's exactly how I read well, it. I don't read it like that. I mean, that's the interpretation. You see it as total sarcasm. And I'm like, I, I, I see it as because you actually quote, by took, the way, it, took it like it was real. It's under, like yeah, someone said, Buffett. hey, do this and you will be. Yes. yes and then yes. and you're well, like, but oh, well, okay. the, the quote is coming uh, supposedly from Warren Buffett, who's a billionaire. But what I'm saying is <laughs> if it's real, it would just be once again that people are so out of the uh, the realm of what real people go through. That a billionaire would say, oh, yeah, you just have to save 8000 a month. I, I guarantee you okay, Warren Buffett didn't say that. I'm sure he didn't, but it's the meme that I'm, I'm quoting on the meme, not the reality of who said it. Yeah. But when you take it as sarcasm, what I'm saying is to become a millionaire, you almost have to tuck away that kind of money to become a millionaire. But, but, but how can you realistically do that? Well, that's the point I'm making is that's the, the why I find humor in it. You see the sarcasm in it. We just see it too. We're reading the same thing, but seeing it two different ways. But I find it funny because there are people who are naturally just they're wealthy and they, they'll give advice to someone. Oh, you just have to do this or this or this. But just in this in this city alone, there's million dollar homes. Yeah, I don't see. I, you know, you know what a mortgage on a million dollar house would be? I, I mean, how do these people even afford it? I'm just it's saying. Amazing. OK, so realistically. I don't think you'll find anyone that would actually say, 
this is what you need to do to become a millionaire. Do this, do this, do this. Oh, and save eight thousand dollars a right. month. There's but, no, there's well, no one that'll right. ever say that. Okay, but it's a meme, and I'm not, I'm not taking it. I'm taking it at face value of what it said. But it's, it's funny to me. I find it funny because I do believe there are people that give advice that are that'll that, say you need to save eight thousand no, dollars. If a millionaire is giving you advice, they're coming from a different uh, way of thinking. It, it, it's I like think that's why they're millionaires because they're thinking that, different, right? But when they give advice to someone who who doesn't have enough to pay their rent. Oh, and then it's just, if you can't pay your rent or or you don't have a car and someone's giving you advice, that's great advice, but they're giving you advice that you possibly really can't do in, in, in 10 years. That's, that's all I'm trying to say. I I find it funny, ironically, but you, you, you know, you see more sarcasm in it. I see it as a, a billionaire's advice to someone that they're not on the same level of the playing field. And I think they're, they're out of reality of what normal mm-hmm. people like do you think some of these billionaires even have a clue what you and i would make and what our bills are yeah you, you okay now i i think they're i i don't believe they because do. because i'm guarantee you they have businesses and they know what okay. their employees are making which okay that's a good example do you think jeff bezos the richest guy on the planet mm-hmm. you, do you think he pays his people well enough i probably not but that's my point like because he thinks 15 dollars an hour is is suitable so he could be i mean he could well, pay them $100 an hour. It wouldn't affect him at all. Well, He's so rich that it's... it's. But but again, $15 an hour is a, is a livable wage. Is it really? Is $15 a livable wage? It's like... It's almost as if where do you where do you stop? Like how how much do you think people will work for that'll stay working? But do you not think to, $20 or $30 an hour would be great? I mean, that's that's only like forty to 50000 a year. But then to, to do what as opposed to... Um, what are they doing to make up that money that's going to so give them a return? Like, like if, if no, he if would my, lose if, instead it, of it 200 be, billion, he be. makes 198 billion. I mean, it's what I'm, what I'm saying is they like a billionaire's uh, perspective. That's how he got rich. Let's just say, but, but at $15 an hour, why not pay them $30 an hour? You, your profits will be instead of 200 billion, you're, you're going to be worth 199.5 billion. I mean, what I'm saying is it's, it's minuscule to him. But it would give people a living yeah. wage. But but the, the what, I guess what I'm saying is that when I read that, I, I see a billionaire, the greed of why not just pay your people whatever they're making even more. You'd have lifetime employees. But even 25 an hour is is basically 50,000 a year. That's not even a lot of money. But to a billionaire, that that's I don't know. It just seems like, oh, you guys make enough money. Or like, you know, I, don't. I think I think they're billionaires for a reason is because whatever they're doing is working. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is... I, like, I think if they change whatever they're we doing, do. okay. like they start paying their employees more, who knows? Maybe their employees won't last as long because they start their own business or okay. they make I mean, enough, enough money to retire after so many years. I, I, I guess I'm, I've been in the corporate world for so long that these corporations actually believe they pay people a living wage and it's not, <laughs> you know, and it's like, this is why the turnover is huge or people don't care where they work, but it is, they a, don't like, make a career out of it. So to me, a living wage is like a living wage is like an average thing. You know what I mean? I know. What like, you're like, like to me, when, when I, I hear people complain, Oh, you're not paying me a living wage. Well, do you buy, do you eat out every day? Are you buying brand name clothes? Are right. you, well, we, are, we, you, we are you driving, opinion, are you sure. driving a 2000, 21 car are you making a 700 hundred dollar payment on your car sure. you, we definitely you know, have a difference of opinion no on but i mean do, do you know what i'm saying though uh, totally like these people are living they beyond living, their means right. like most everyone lives beyond their means but then they complain oh i'm not getting paid a living wage well i agree with what you're saying there but i think corporations and businesses could afford a lot more to pay their employees but it's it doesn't make more. it doesn't make business sense to pay an employee more than what they're 
making for them. Okay, but when 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 a person is worth two hundred billion dollars, I mean, he earned every penny. But I mean, come on, you you could afford to pay your people a hell of a lot more money, and then you'd have lifetime employees. I don't understand. I think there's people would value the job even more. And I don't know if they do or don't. What I'm saying is, in my own corporation, I mean, we pay minimum wage, and what do you get for minimum wage? You get minimum effort. You get people who are there for six months, and it's a constant. But if they paid fifteen dollars an hour, my current position or job and managers were making 30, 40,000, I'm making more. I mean, then you have, you know, every so often you get people that make enough, you know, but I'm literally the only one on a salary that, and it's not really that great. I mean, I'm just saying like companies are so cheap, but yet we'll spend money on everything else except people. My company spends top of the line on everything, but their people. Mm. So they don't value people and I value people. And, and I think, you know, a lot of these companies, I think greed, uh, I mean, how many billions does a person need? You couldn't spend it in a hundred thousand lifetimes. <laughs> no, I understand that. But That's the thing all. is, though, it's almost not their fault because their business is thriving and they're going to get these billions no matter what. I, I, I just feel like they're, you're blaming, I'm blaming, you're blaming the result kind of, well, you know what I mean, like all oh, this guy's a billionaire, you could afford, I think it would be different if you, if you had your own business. I, I wouldn't because I believe in that. That's the thing. I, I do if, too. If I'm worth 200 billion, I, my people would be the most loyal people because I'm going to pay them a living wage. But how much do you have? Let's say you have, I don't know, 100,000 employees. Okay. How much are you going to jack up their their salary? But I would look at the exact salary we're currently paying and look, see what a living wage is in that area and what it deserves. But I mean, $15 an hour at Walmart, you know, is is it's better than seven twenty five. If they could afford $20 an hour, maybe they would have quality people. I mean, I do believe you get what you pay for. That's all. Yeah. And you get, you get stability and you get people that are going to, you were just saying you're comfortable at your job. So you make enough money and you're happy. Let's say you got paid another 20% on top. You're definitely going to stay. Well, yeah. But I mean, who's not going to, who's going to, who's not going to deny, who's going to deny money? Yeah. But maybe, I don't know at your location, if you have a high turnover, I pay $7.25 an hour, $7.25 an hour. Well, you're you're, you're employing high school kids. Because I can't get anybody else. There, there's a, a point. Mm. <laughs> what I'm trying to make right, here right, is right. I, I employ high school kids because nobody above that is going to work for seven twenty five an hour. I can't get quality because that's what it is. But mm. if I was able to pay 15 an hour, which we can afford, I might get a, a better quality. Service goes up. People might make it a longer term commitment. Instead, I just do the recycling. This is managers. This is all quality. This is GMs, everybody. I mean, that's the whole point that companies that can afford it should pay more. But you know, again, everyone, it's all about greed and, and corporate greed, in my opinion. But but these well, same co- companies will spend unlimited resources on everything other than their people. Well, let's use that as an example. Let's say you start employing people for $15 an hour. Okay. So, how do, do you know how much your payroll let's would Let's say your it doubles. Expenses, so, your payroll would double. Well, if I'm paying seven twenty five okay. an hour, it would be more, a little bit more than double. Okay. And then, how much are you doing income? I mean, I don't know the numbers, but what's but, your income? Right. But regardless of the income, the company profits, if everything stayed the same other than just payroll went up, the company mm-hmm. profit would go down a little bit, but it's insignificant for the overall greater good. That's what I'm saying. And I'm using the the Amazon. It's one of the biggest companies in America now. Amazon employs a lot of people. But what I'm saying is I don't know what they even pay. It's roughly $15, $18 an hour, depending on what position. But I, I am assuming the rotation, people coming and going left and right in, in a big company. But if they paid double that, they can clearly afford it. And the point is, it's like they don't do it. And, and what I'm saying is, 
it would be nice for companies to pay their people more so to keep people, but they don't care. It's like a big university. You're a number. You come, you go, you leave. And they're just, it's that corporate greed. That's all in my opinion. But, but again, everyone's different. If you were the business owner, you might say, well, we could hire people at $10 an hour and I'll just make more money. But you get to a point where how, how much do these people need? And I'm not saying they need to pay more taxes. I just pay their people better. So and the, the people who make the money just put it back into the economy and they spend more. They're already going to spend it anyway. Like you just said, they spend beyond their means. But, you know, I just think I think workers wages are so low. For instance, for instance, I, I was paying seven twenty five an hour uh, 15 years ago when I came to El Paso. It's still mm. seven twenty five an hour. But the, the cost of living is yeah. so expensive. So the only people I can get are high school kids living at home. Mm. I can't get quality because no one's going to work for that. But in the industry itself or in, in across the board, it just seems like wages are very low unless you're, you know, a, a skilled person, I guess, you know, but then even colleges, I mean, you know, people come out of a college, hundred thousand, 200,000 in debt. That's a lot of money. So you're already in the hole. Right. Doesn't even mean you're going to get a job. You know, I, I, I interview people they're in college. I'm like, like, how could you afford to work here? But, you know, and then they quit, you know, they wind up working a week or two and then they leave because they're like, I found a better paying job. Eh, no shit. I figured that was going to happen. But every so often you get some, you know, one that'll stick around, but you know, they don't last once they graduate, they're gone. But, but imagine if, you know, people, companies, you know, I'm not talking about a mom and pop place that can't afford it. I'm talking about these big corporations. Maybe I'm more of a Bernie Sanders fan. You know, we got to spread the wealth a little bit. But, you know, it, the, the, these companies make billions and billions in profits. I mean, you've heard stories of CEOs getting bonuses, $100 million. Yeah, <laughs> you know, It's like, yeah. like, okay, what did that person do? Right. You know? But, I mean, that's a lot of money. But they're, they're employees. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. It just seems a little bit off. Like, even where you work, you know, I bet everybody can make even more. But again, they're not going to cut into the profits. Yeah. Much, but I mean, how much profits do these places need? Right. Yeah, do you guys have a lot of uh, turnover? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, then then maybe, you know, that's good. I think we pay decent. All right. But what what's a entry level standard? you have any idea? I have no idea. But uh, I bet it's 10 to $14 maybe. And again, if you're, if you're a parent of the family, I mean- Fourteen dollars isn't going to cut it, but I, you know, yeah, I don't think so. Can you imagine making but, fourteen? But now? I think it's like the level of work, though. Like I feel like these companies are paying these people what they're worth. Okay, that's that's what I'm seeing. I, I would think you'd get a better quality if you paid more, and right. then you know, then yeah. suddenly produ- productivity and longevity in a company, but, you, you know, you would stick it out if you're making yeah. uh, if you're making a hundred grand a year. I'm not saying every employee. I'm saying you personally. You're definitely not leaving. But like, that's where I view it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand your your point. Yeah, just I know. also understand the business's point. Like, let's say you're the you're the business, and it's like, okay, this this person, whoever he is, no matter how what skills he has or what education he has, he's going to be popping popcorn. Okay, I I can't see myself paying this guy popping popcorn for fourteen dollars an hour. Okay, and then that's that- it. That's that's just me. Like, you know what I mean? But I mean, that, I mean, yeah, I'd pretty- get I we'd get more people applying for it, obviously. And and they might stay, but to me to pay someone fourteen dollars an hour to pay to pop popcorn. Well, it de- it depends, but I mean, and I guess it comes down to I'm not saying to raise all the prices in the business. What I'm saying is just the board of directors and then and everyone else just makes a little bit less, but it's insignificant less. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm just using the the yeah, Amazon, no, the Walmart's, and the Sams. It's like, well, maybe they wouldn't have trouble like, hiring people, you know, if they paid a living wage. But a living wage is you know, uh, different for everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But 
Uh, that's my take. I, I think I, I, I just think corporations are pretty greedy. Like I said, you know, my own corporation, they'll spend unlimited money on technology and, and, and parts and supplies and, and everything. You see the waste that goes through. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, and, I and, and God forbid you try to get someone a quarter more an hour. It's like the end of the world. Right. It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. care about that. I understand. Junk. And, and you don't care, take care of your people. That's all. And so the longer I see that, it's like, wow, wonder why we can't hire anybody because you know, we kind of, we treat them nice, but we don't pay them. Like, nobody gets a job to be treated nice. And it's like, they want to make money. And, and, you know, you work 40 hours a week and, you know, your check's $140. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Like, you know. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a little frustrating, I think, for, for some people. But, you know, when you see uh, stories and you read stories of all, you know, these billionaires making all this money. It's like, yeah, how are they not paying their people like, you know, top notch? You know, I'm not I'm not saying a hundred grand a person to sweep the floor, but could you imagine that person would be so happy and, and uh Well I I've remember those stories where the highest paid um janitor works for Google or something like that. I don't recall. Yeah, there's like, you know, what is it? Um there's stock options or something. Yeah, either stock op yeah, something yeah. like that. Stock options or it. or because it's the company. The company is paying these these sure. people the, the actual right wage for, or or even more than what they're doing. Well, it's that's like, great. Or there are more millionaire. What is it? There are more millionaire secretaries in this company than there are anywhere else. That's great. I mean, some there are some companies that pay their employees well. And, and I I've heard stories, but in the beginning of these companies, they got paid a lot in stocks and options or whatever, and people took those options and then and over then time. <laughs> Well, and then they quit anyway. Well, once they became their millionaires, I guess yeah. maybe they would quit. But, but uh, I'm sure they were there for years, giving great service and taking that job seriously, and they made a mm -hmm. career out of it. You know, not that many people I interview take it as it's going to be a career. It's here for six months, yeah. tops. Well, I mean, because you get what you pay. Can for. you blame them though? No, I do not blame yeah. them. But that's what I'm trying to say. It's like these companies can't afford to pay and keep people. They choose not to because it, it will interfere with their profits. But. You know, how many hundreds of millions of dollars do you have to profit before you give a little bit back to the employees? You know, I'm just, you know, it's the way I look at it. But it, I think when you see a lot of money being spent on everything other than your people, that's what's weird to me. And then you wonder why no one wants to advance. They jump ship because there's no money to be made here. Yeah. I mean, nobody gets a job. I guess, I guess there's always someone waiting to get a job. Well, that's the attitude, but they're also yeah. waiting for the be a better paying job, you know? Right, right. And that's kind of where we're at, but you know, it is what it is. All right. Well, eh, depressing think, note again. Well, we need a joke. I think, well, I think we, we tried to end <laughs> yeah, it. No. We tried to end it. We kept talking for another half an hour. Oh, so shit. I think we just have to end it now. All right. For real. Goodbye, people. Right. Take care. Thanks Wear a mask. Bye. <laughs> and get a job. Yeah. All right. Later. Bye.